Today on episode 205, we're going to talk about the Texas Music Education Association's annual conference. Just got back. Have a lot of thoughts, met a lot of people, had a lot of conversations, and I will share now. Here we go. Welcome to Funding the Performing Arts podcast. Open and frank discussion about supporting and growing the performing arts, such as instrumental, vocal, drama, dance, marching, and pageantry arts. All right, so this episode's a cleanup episode from TMEA. I had a chance to go down and not only exhibit fans raise, uh, but also do a talk. Actually had a chance to participate hands-on in a uh, a breakout session along with my friend Chris McGonigal from the Genesis Drum and Bugle Corps. Essentially what we did uh, was we presented uh, a story, uh, basically a, a case study of sorts in terms of how they were able to leverage large group fundraising, specifically crowdfunding, uh, and use that as a leadership development, a teamwork, uh, a team building type of, of tool. And uh, the feedback was really great. The talk went well. I, I went into it with really no preconceptions in terms of how many people would, uh, would, would attend the session. Again, you have to picture this conference. It was massive. Uh, over 50,000 people uh, attending at this uh, at the Gonzales Conference Center in San Antonio, so it's massive and it's big and uh, just about every musical instrument manufacturer worldwide was there. Uh, it's similar to the NAM show if you're familiar with that, uh, but this is specifically music education and specifically Texas programs. Uh, but it was choir, it was band, it was marching ensembles, it was strings, uh, it was classroom music. Uh, just a variety of, of styles and genres. And the neat thing about Texas is that a lot of the programs are very rich. You're typically dealing, in a lot of cases, with larger entities, larger school districts that have staffing built into their, uh, into their programs where there is some degree of specificity in terms of, okay, I'm I may be the middle school band director, but I have a percussion concentration, so I'm able to uh, potentially teach private percussion lessons for most of my day when I'm not working with my ensemble. And sometimes those run between buildings. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, but in all things, not every situation is the same. Uh, there's a lot of diversity in terms of how backed these programs are, how much funding they do or don't get. And it was definitely eye-opening to me. I can tell you that, you know, 50,000 people or so attended. Uh, the vast majority of those were actually students because they had, over the four days we were there, um, different workshops, different performances. You had the all-state ensembles. Um, you had some of the uh, notable university uh, and high school and even some middle school and elementary programs that were sending ensembles there uh, to do concerts. So... There were a lot of kids walking around, and when you put a lot of kids in a room with a lot of musical equipment, it's loud. So my ears are still ringing a little bit. In fact, I may be talking a, a few decibels too loud right now. <laughs> I may have to edit this down in, in post. But uh, on the whole, 
it was great. Had a chance to, to meet up with folks that I had been trading emails with for a year. Uh, I never had a chance to sit down and, and talk face-to-face with. And Texas is very um, forward-thinking in the sense that these programs require funding. And some of them get a lot of funding from their districts, but they have huge appetites. They travel a lot for trips, for competitions, for festivals. These are very active programs and active programs need to be fed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into a couple of audio extracts here that I just took throughout the period of days where I was uh, traveling and I'll just let it go. So these are going to be very lightly edited or not edited at all. And uh, hope you enjoy. Thanks. Well, okay, here we are. This is uh, the night before TMEA. I am in the beautiful Spring Hill Suites. Thank you, uh, Marriott Corporation, for doing what you do. So uh, I'm a a few blocks away from the convention center. So I'm sure tomorrow morning trying to hoof everything on over to the the show might be a little challenging. I might Uber it. Who knows? But um, traveling a little light. Don't have much in the way it's kind of the fans raise thing is that we're, we're stripped down, built for speed, lean and mean. Uh, so we're kind of going with a bit of a minimalist approach. Just a simple table. I'm going to have a monitor. My computer is going to be set up and really, I just want to, I want to learn. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what I can learn from educators and boosters and even some of the students that come through. Uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity. One of our competitors, SnapRaise, will be there. And that should be interesting. SnapRaise, um, I think they're a worthy competitor. Uh, they were in the space first. Uh, however, they, they do work with performing arts ensembles and organizations. Uh, I don't know if it's something they focus on. If you go to their website, it really does look as if they are all about sports teams 24-7. So they do mention music and bands and stuff on their website, but I think it's uh, it, it's definitely a uh, you know, smaller focus. This should be interesting to see what I can learn about the way SnapRays is, is manipulating their model to try to work with bands and, and meet the needs of, of performing ensembles. It's funny because a while ago... When I first started doing a lot of the research to set up Fans Rays, it was my understanding that Snap Rays would not ever report out on a campaign individual student contributions. So in other words, if you had a band trip and the kids were able to fundraise for their tuition or their um, camp fees or their activity fees or their band trip costs, um, they would not report out against that, which I thought really um, kind of flies in the face of everything band boosters need, really, when you think about it. So I have since learned, um, and I haven't been able to verify this, but I've, re- I've read and learned and heard through the grapevine that they've relaxed on that a little bit. And I suspect we might have a little something to do with that, which is a great thing. So... Um, you know, hey, I don't think you have to be the first one to the to the dance or the first one in the space from a, uh, a tech standpoint. I think you just have to be the best one in the space. And that's what we're going to keep on uh, concentrating and working hard to do. 
But I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting up with some of our Texas groups. Uh, we've got a lot of ensembles in Texas. Uh, and it's funny because I, I knew when we set out, we had to develop a lot of inroads with our own personal arts networks, uh, ensembles, and people we marched and taught and, and taught with and marched under and um, you know, people we knew. And our networks, uh, myself and the founders, we are, are all fairly East Coast heavy. And um, I think our early wins for Fans Rays um, have been decidedly heavy East Coast. However, uh, Texas has been disproportionately successful for us. And I don't think it's so much a, uh, a dearth of funding that's happening down here. I really think what a lot of it has to do with, this is just a theory, I don't have any data to support this. I think a lot of it is innovation. And I think a lot of it has to do with these groups are aggressive, they're forward thinking, they're creative, and they're trying to push the envelope and raise the ceiling for what's possible. And I think that our message and our story resonates well with the Texas audience. And we've done really well here. And we haven't done anything, obviously, being here and exhibiting here and uh, presenting in the product showcase tomorrow is um, is something we paid to do. However, all of our success up to this point over the last 10 months, um, we haven't really bought our way into this, into the market at all down here. It's just really been word of mouth. It's been social media. It's been viral and, and I guess in a way, but overall it's just sort of happened. And uh, I'm thankful for that. So right on, Texas. Here we go. So um, I'm sitting here in my room reviewing my deck for tomorrow. Uh, traded messages with, uh, with Chris, and he's, uh, he's good to go. And uh, I think we're just going to uh, throw it on out there and see what happens. If anything, um, the presentation may not be as smooth as it, uh, and polished as one may uh, like to have it. Um, but I know, I know Chris really well, and if there's something he feels very, very passionately about, that's his drum corps. And talking about the things he loves, uh, he is a phenomenal storyteller. So um, he moves me when we talk, and uh, I'm kind of an old jaded soul and a little cynical sometimes, but he gets me fired up. So I think coming out of the mouth of a Texas boy, I think that that ought to resonate well and I may not be the smoothest cat when it comes to uh, presenting and pitching and all of that but I really do feel strongly that we're on to something here and that we're doing the right thing so I'm going to give it a go tomorrow and we're going to see what we get so at the end of the day we're going to be further down the road than if we haven't tried it so that's why I'm focused on Hope everything is uh, going well for wherever you are with your particular ensemble. If you direct an ensemble, if you are a booster and you support an ensemble, maybe you play. Maybe you're in a, a community band or community theater or you sing in a church choir or maybe your children do. Uh, they're participating in school music programs. Um, however you arrived <laughs> at our little corner of the podcast universe and it is a very little corner 
Uh, we hope to grow this, but um, it is kind of fun. It's very fun to talk about, and uh, this has just been a real entertaining outlet so far. We're just a few handful of episodes in, uh, but I thank you. I just wanted to take an opportunity to to thank you, the listener, for being such a great audience. And please do what you can to, to maybe share it up a little bit, talk it up, see uh, see if we you can help us grab some more some more audience, some more reach. And uh, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you if you are working with an ensemble or teaching or boosting an ensemble. Uh, keep us in mind. We'd love to. I uh, would love to hear from you. Pop us, uh, pop us an email at info at fansraise.com. Go visit the website, peek at the blog, take a look at what we're doing, and I'm sure you'll be able to find something that could be applicable to your favorite performing arts group. All right, so it's getting on a little late here. I'm going to pack this up. I'm going to get some sleep, maybe meditate a little bit, make sure we're in a good headspace for tomorrow, nice and relaxed, get up early, and uh, time to go get it. All right, so it's Sunday. We're here at the final day in the Exhibitor Hall of TMEA 2018. All right, so this has been an interesting, eye-opening educational experience for me. And I'll start by saying that this is just way bigger than I thought it would be. Um, huge show. I've exhibited and presented at large conferences before, so I'm not necessarily a newbie to that. But what I will say is that just the scope of this is magnified because of the large number of students, middle school and high school students from Texas, from all over Texas that are here. And they're performing and their ensembles are showcasing and uh, all kinds of wonderful things going on. So this exhibit hall gets packed. The other thing that doesn't help this much is that our booth location this year, as a first-time exhibitor, we did not get prime selection of real estate. So we're way off in the 400 row, which is, you know, all the way in the corner, uh, in the far extreme out nether regions of the hall. And we're also sandwiched in with all of the equipment manufacturers. So it's about to get loud. Uh, in about a half hour, the doors will open. And uh, as Mel Gibson said in Braveheart, unleash hell. Or maybe that was, uh, maybe that was Gladiator. That might've been Russell Crowe. But anyway, you get the idea. It's going to get real here real fast, and uh, that's okay. And you can hear already hear some of the exhibitors are waking up this morning. You can hear, uh, you know, tinkle tinkle of some mallet instruments and a woodwind here, a brass instrument there. Um, what's really fun is when the percussion starts. And uh, I'm saying if you can pick up the sarcasm in my voice, it's because I'm laying it on pretty thick. So, um, but anyway, it's good. It's good. So. What have we learned? Um, mainly, the more people I talk to over the course of the last couple of days, um, directors want boosters to play the point on fundraising as much as possible. Um, but I do think that there are opportunities and scenarios where directors are the ones that are saying, hey, this is something that's new and different and unique. Look into this. Go do this. Let's do it. And, you know, of course, parents will we'll jump to that. So that's a good thing. Students we talk to are all for it. They think it's pretty cool. They think it's, it's, it's pretty easy 
uh, where you don't have to sell anything, you don't have to carry any money, um, handle any money, deliver anything. It's just kind of one and done, and you're and you're on to the next thing. So, I think that all in all, there's uh, there's some pretty common agreement that our model is a sound one. Um, what else have we learned? I think that I've already heard of, of programs getting cut. I, I've heard three different accounts of programs coming up uh, for dissolution and reallocation of those funds other places and um, directors at a middle school getting relocated into a, an elementary role uh, and repositioned within a large district. So that kind of upheaval, if that's happening in Texas, here and there, it's happening everywhere. And uh, that's not good. I'm not going to say that a single crowdfunding campaign can fix all of that, uh, but I definitely think it can help. And it's certainly, uh, you're further down the road for having tried it. So that's not altogether positive. But I can tell you that um, all in all, we've been received warmly. Uh, we gave a talk on Thursday. Today is Saturday morning. Uh, but on Thursday morning, Chris McGonigal and I from Genesis Drum and Bugle Corps, we gave our talk about using crowdfunding as a team building mechanism. And Chris basically told the story. I told the story of how we came to be. And Chris um, went ahead and told the, told the story of how he found us and, and how we together positioned this to his kids and how the kids just took it and ran with it, which is uh, uh, it's definitely worthwhile um, to, to learn about that and how it can apply to your ensemble. As a matter of fact, we published a paper on that, and you can download that on our site pretty easy. So uh, I'll put the put the link to that in the notes so you can go find that. It's just a quick, quick, easy read. really talks about how they structured the campaign, how they positioned it to the students, how the students then really began to police themselves, uh, section leaders, drum majors, captains. Um, you know, in drum corps, they'll have a term. It's a little different from group to group, but they'll have mega vets. And those are kids that have marched there forever, like five, six, seven years in a row. And if you can imagine like a like a fourth year senior in a high school band it's kind of like the same thing like somebody's just been around uh the drum corps for a long time or the ensemble for a long time so all in all very positive and i know that um we we had a chance to meet and greet with some with some clients with some uh users that are using the platform uh heard lots of good things heard some opportunities also for enhancement Got some ideas, uh, some great ideas that we are going to start working on immediately in terms of program enhancements, some feature releases, some a couple of the things that we heard we already have on our development roadmap. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and accelerate some of those. Uh, all in all, very, very positive. So you can hear a, tuba, a lone tuba over, over in the background. And I think I know that guy, as a matter of fact. So anyway... What else can I tell you? I can tell you that I'm going home today in a snowstorm. How's that grab you? So my flight is out of here like four in the afternoon and uh, I should be flying right into some sort of uh, freezing rain, sleet, snow event happening in the Philadelphia region. So I got that going for me. But all in all, it's all right. I'm headed home. I'm happy about that. Uh, I hope all is well with you and your programs. Um, so this is just a, a quick little TMEA update uh, from the 
exhibit hall floor. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get to work here and start our day. So thanks very much. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.